Good morning, Tappers. Ooh, good morning, Tappers. Is this a spooky episode? <laughs> Is it October 1st? Yeah, oh my god, spooky season. No, it's, um, when, when are we putting this out? It is, um... It is one day before the big Casey Anthony documentary. It is the 28th, Megan. Okay. It is the 28th. Hello, hello. Is the 28th anything important for anybody? If so, congratulations. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Hopefully you guys didn't spend too much on Black Friday. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully your credit card bills are, um, you know, not too large. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I... Um... I went to Christmas tree shop. Just oh, we're just gonna look and grab a few things. One hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. later. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. Christmas tree shop always gets you. It's like it's like Target. I love going to Christmas tree shop. I know because like all these prices are so good. So it's you can't resist them, and then you buy fifteen things. <laughs> right. Well, Megan, how is your Christmas shopping coming along? Are you doing anything big for Christmas shopping? I know personally, we're not doing like the whole thing. You know. We're getting one gift for each other. Then we're just going to like go away for Christmas. And then for family, you know, I spend a lot of time on my gifting. I am a very good gifter. You are. I take pride in it. But, you know, I got a lot going on here. I don't have time to sit down and think about everyone's characteristics, their personality, (laughs) what they love, and like, you know, trying to curate a gift for them. You know, it's a lot. It takes a lot of time. And like this year, it's just like, you know, who wants a gift card? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're do- you're doing the lazy route. See, my mom, yeah. she refuses to give cash. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, that's not fair. And like, you know, I want to give something meaningful and stuff like that. So she like, I feel like even gift cards are hard for her. So I know if I yeah. want gift cards, like my dad just gives cash now. It's because I'm like, I'm not the fun child anymore because they have a little kid now. So it's like, here's $150, which I'm not yeah. going to be mad about. But <laughs> right. it's about the kids. That's what I think. It's about the children. Spend the money on the kids. I hate when my parents ask me, what do you want for Christmas? Mom, I'm 27 years old. I don't need anything. I live in South Florida. I don't, you know, I'm happy here. I don't need any, I don't need a new pan or pot. Like, you know, like I don't need anything. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I Just still pay get, bills. Well, what do you want? Just send me a link. What do you want? I'll, I'll get you some. Like, at that point, it's like not – there's no meaning. Like the whole point of Christmas is to be more like, you know, with family and like meaningful moments. If I'm just sending you a link and you're buying it for me, like, you know, I can do that any time of the year. Like I don't have to do that just on Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. for me, like when people say, what do you want? Like tell me exactly what you want. It's like, okay, if you're not going to put the effort in to try and think about what I would like, then you need to do some like deep diving and self-reflecting. <laughs> Yeah. It's like just asking me for what I want doesn't do anything for me. Sorry. Like I I have my mom done already <laughs> because I feel yeah. like I know her so well that I see something, I just grab it. Like I right. already have her done. But then it is harder like now that I have nieces and nephews. I guess one niece, one nephew. <laughs> but I have like little cousins that I kind of consider my niece and nephew. But everyone wants to get them gifts. So it's like everyone has to coordinate all the aunts, all the uncles, the grandparents. Oh, yeah. You know, everyone's got to coordinate so that they're not getting, you know, five bridal Barbies, which did happen to right. me one year. That wasn't five, it was two. <laughs> but I got two bridal Barbies, you know? Yeah. like So that's kind of, oh my gosh. And I love my stepsister to death. I'd do anything for her. But to get her to communicate what these children need. I feel like I text her every day. Any update on the list? 
any update on the list? What, what do they want? What are the kids, you know, because they're 11 and 3. So they want toys. They have things in mind. Right. Like Paw Patrol, Polly Pocket, you know, Pokemon. Do, do they still do those? <laughs> they're not Pokemon, but definitely Paw Patrol. Um, right. And now with Legos, they have like little figurines and stuff. So instead of Polly Pockets, Addie does Legos, but she like plays her stories with the Legos. So she'll okay, like, yeah. so she has like a mega mall. She has a movie theater. She has a daycare. <sighs> I know. Queen, Queen of Sim City. Yeah. So she, and she is so good. She like builds them all by herself. Oh. And, and then she like, you know, we'll have the little figurines and like, and do yeah. creative play that way. So, but yeah, so she's not Polly Pocket. She's a Legos, but the, but the like kind of girly Legos, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this year, I'm not asking for much this year. Um, and gifting wise, you know, I'll do a little something here and there, but like I do my gifting all year. Like I see things that I know people would like and I just buy it and I send it to them. You know, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That's true. One, because personally, <laughs> I don't want to hold on to it until Christmas time. And two, it's just like, you know, I want, to send it, I want to get it out immediately. I want them to get it. You know, I don't want to wait all year and hoard all this stuff. So I don't know. I do my gifting all year. It's not just Christmas time. Yeah, I have to say, like, I've had some stuff from my mom since like <laughs> freaking like May. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, where did I put that? Where did I put that? You know, like I know I put it in a safe place. Whenever you put something in a safe place, you know that you're never gonna find it again. Sort of thing. And there's a lot of things where like I see it throughout the year and I'm like, oh, I know if I just wait for Black Friday or Cyber Monday, I only can get it for half the price. You know, mm -hmm. if I just wait it out. Because I know on those days, everybody, literally every retailer has a sale on that day. Flights, like everything, like any medical, I don't know, you go into the emergency room, it's a discount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's capitalism right there. Yeah. So I know if I just hold off, I'm just waiting until Black Friday. But if I know everything I want to get and then just wait for the day, and then if it goes on sale, then I'll just buy it then, you know. You snatch it snatch it right up so i guess that's our plans our thoughts for mm -hmm. christmas shopping this year hopefully everybody had a good thanksgiving they had a good black friday um and now we are in the christmas mood um and we got another hot topic episode coming at you today yes so make sure to follow us on instagram at crime on tap pod and um yeah what are you drinking let's get right into the par before the par well megan i am spicing it up this time i got something new something different it's one of my new faves from trader joe trader joe's um <laughs> it's this little can here it's sparkling pineapple juice beverage so yummy mm -hmm. it's not alcoholic and it's so cute i just bring it up to the pool and i'm like oh look at me you know i got my little juice sparkling juice and um, I get some work done by the pool and I bring my little can. So that's what I have today. I got it in my Starbucks cup with a bunch of ice. Okay. I have to say, like in between, I heard you crack something. I'm like, what is he cracking? Is he <laughs> popping a polar? <laughs> oh, you did hear that? I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, these I, these are also really good for like mixies. So like add this to like a little Prosecco or a little champagne and... I, there's a strawberry one. I think there's a raspberry one. And I'll mix it with my little um, alcoholic beverage. And I'll top it with like a little frozen berry. So it's like a cute Ooh. little drink. So that's what I'm drinking today. Good for by itself. Good for mixes. 
A little spritzer, make a little spritzer. Yeah, you know, I'm big on spritzes. So I am boring again and I have coffee yeah. because that's how I get through life. So well, there you go. You know, you could be boring all day, but as long as you mix it up with a creamer, you know, you're doing something different. You got a new mm-hmm. creamer? I have half and half Hannaford brand. Wow, that's so crazy. I was so quirky. <laughs> wow, she went generic on us. <laughs> yeah. I, I nothing like saving 30 cents. <laughs> um, all right, Megan, now that we have our drinkies, how about we get into today's hot topics? So I'm gonna kick it into gear here. Start us off. Now, this story is quick and easy. It's a little like, you know, who done it kind of cliffhanger because like we don't know who did this um, crime, but it talks about a recent thing that all four of us wanted to do. We wanted to go to Yellowstone and there's been recent discovery of something at Yellowstone. So I had to talk about it. Is it a murder? Well, something happened. We don't know what happened, but back in July, July 31st, um, (laughs) Your biggest nightmare. Could you imagine if we went to Yellowstone and this happened to you? Park staff found a part of a foot in a shoe floating in the east or floating in the west thumb geyser basin. Of course, the basin is called thumb. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. I was thinking, okay, what's my worst fear? I'm afraid of chainsaws. And I'm like, a foot didn't even occur to me. That's actually worse than my worst nightmare. Yeah. A dismembered <laughs> foot just washing up in a basin in Yellowstone in a hot spot. I feel like, unfortunately, I would be more disturbed that it was a foot than it was like <laughs> than it was like a severed person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like a, could you imagine if we all went and you just found a severed foot? And like, of course Megan would find the foot. Uh, all you'd see was dust because I'd be <laughs> hauling ass out of there. <laughs> you well, see my outline. They have finally ran the DNA and discovered the body part to be that of a 70-year-old man from Los Angeles. Okay, his name, he's Asian. Don't come at me. I don't know how to fucking say this. I don't know what the two letters are in front. It's either an LL or an II. I think it's an II. Hun Ro. II Hun Ro? Maybe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently it's him. I don't know um, what happened to him. Investigators suspect that there was no foul play, um, and they concluded that whatever happened to him occurred on the morning of January 31st, but nobody saw it. So I was thinking, I was like, okay, this man's from Los Angeles. How did his foot come from Los Angeles to the hot springs in Yellowstone? But I then was like, oh, maybe he died at Yellowstone. That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> but I was like, how did his foot just wash up in a hot spring? <laughs> Well, I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, if that ha then I feel like everything, every body part would be washing up on Yellowstone. Yeah. So I'm like, only his foot was recovered. They don't have the body. Because then I was like looking more into him. Like, where's his body? Like, did a man just lose his foot and, you know, he's walking around and he's still good? Or how is only his foot? I feel like a hot spring doesn't just sever a foot and then the rest of the body's taken. You know, I don't, I don't Here's know. my theory. I think maybe he wandered off the trail, an animal got him, ate him, you know, and then, Mm. like, dropped the foot in the water. That's kind of what I'm thinking. And it was still in the shoe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So that's a good possibility. Clothes and all. And so you're never going to find the rest of the body because it's in the stomach and shit of a bear or something. Yeah. You know. It's in um, Montana, Wyoming. So it's like, you know, they got bears and, like, probably mountain lions and shit out there. So that's probably a good 
assumption. Um, on this basin of water, a little background, it is a 53-foot uh, deep pool, and it is about 140 degrees Fahrenheit. In such springs, hot water cools as it reaches the surface and then sinks as it is replaced by hotter water from below. The circulation prevents the water from reaching the temperature needed to set off an eruption like those that happen in the park's geysers. So, like, this wasn't one that, like, shoots, like, a geyser, I guess. Oh, my God. So, oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking it would be like New Year's. Remember that person yeah. um, uncorked a wine bottle and hit in the cork hit me in the forehead? <laughs> Watch that that foot shoot up the geyser and hit me in the forehead. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, wouldn't there be a geyser to, like, shoot up his body or something? But apparently yeah. this pool of water doesn't do that. So that happened um, and his family's been notified and everything because they're probably like, where the fuck did uh, I.I. Hunro go? And his foot, he got his foot, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But that's all that we know that happened. I feel like, but I feel like by like the, sev- the severed part of the foot, I feel like you could probably do an autopsy and be like, kind of figure out what happened. How did the yeah. foot you know, so I feel like there's probably more to the story, but at least we have the guy identified and his family's been contacted. So that's my little update on Yellowstone. So I don't know if you still want to go. <laughs> um, I feel like as long as it wasn't a murder, I'll go. Mm-hmm. As long as it was an animal, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. An animal or like he tripped and fell and, you know, yeah. so. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm still okay to go to Yellowstone, I think. Okay. I'll keep planning it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. So this, I have been holding on to this in my heart for so oh long. You've been getting pushed it. back. No, well, the episode has been pushed back. Oh, okay. So um, on November 5th, we lost a <laughs> incredible 90s, early 2000s icon, Aaron Carter. <laughs> well, you're like, I'm going to talk about Aaron. I'm like, who's Aaron? You're like, Aaron <laughs> Carter. Like, I already forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I still think about him every day. I love him. I have memories of listening to his 2001 album, Oh, Aaron, on my Walkman. Okay. I just I can picture you falling asleep at night with that, his second studio album by your pillow. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> And I still know every word to every song in that album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so my heart broke. Um, they, he was found in his California apartment in his bathtub and, um, he, as we know, he has a history of addiction. He has a mm-hmm. history of mental illness. He says he has DID, which is, what is it? Oh, what is it? It's, oh. um, dis- oh, dissociative, dissociative yes. identity disorder, yeah. which is like, used to be called multiple personality disorder mm-hmm. along with anxiety and depression and being a child star, I feel like puts a lot of stress on you. Mm-hmm. And we learned this, Leslie Carter was his younger sister, and she died almost 10 years ago at age 25 of an overdose. Yeah. And they haven't concluded his cause of death, but they're thinking an overdose because he has a history of addiction and they found in his apartment inhalation cans because that was huffing is what they call it was like his big addiction and huffing is really interesting because it's like highly dangerous but only gives you high for like five minutes i know so it's like you gotta constantly be doing it oh yeah well here's all there's also pill bottles there too yeah but i feel like (laughs) huffing was like so early 2000s like that's so unfair for him that's yeah he's in his prime time but um (laughs) 
reports say that he was like he was trying to get better and he had a plan to release a new album and get custody of his son back who i think is one who had he had with his ex-fiance yeah um and he also had a twin sister which we didn't know about named angel i didn't know he had all these damn siblings yeah and then he has another uh sibling i think her name was what billy jean bobby joe or something like that jim bob um (laughs) no a woman (laughs) yeah jim duggar you know (laughs) i would climb jim bob like a tree to get to the top (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i know you will (laughs) and Oh yeah, so I guess the the famous siblings were just Nick, who was Nick Carter, who was a pair, who was a part of the Backstreet Boys, and Aaron yeah. Carter, because I don't think we ever saw the sisters do anything. I know, no one ever. I mean, I never knew about them. No, so yeah, and he at the time of his death, he was pretty estranged from his family, just because you know having a family member with addiction who it was a result of that lies and hurts people. And even yeah. if it's, you know, kind of out of their control, or whatever. So he was estranged from his family and mm-hmm. at the time of his death and he was 34 years old and which is still young. Like, I feel him. like he was kind of older, but I guess it does make sense. Like we grew up with him. So like we were kind of in the same age around that time frame. Yeah. Yeah. So what he was four, five, six, seven, eight, eight years older. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, I miss you, Aaron. Aaron who? I forgot. Yeah, you already forgot. So yeah, that's well I'm just happy he had a child because now there's some kind of legacy with his I think his with him. Child's name is Prince Carter. Okay, come on. There's already <laughs> there already was a prince. Isn't one of oh no, who's Michael Jackson? What's his kid's name? Um Blanket? Paris and Blanket, yeah. Oh yeah, Paris. I thought there was three. There's three. Oh, I don't know who the other one is then. Paris? The prince? Is it Prince Jackson? Maybe it is Prince because he um he one of the reasons he was estranged from his mother is that his mother was trying to get money from Michael Jackson because he's she wanted Aaron to say that he had molested Michael ja- or Michael Jackson had molested her him. Oh. To like get money and Aaron Carter refused to because he was like Michael Jackson was the only person that loved me, one of the only adults that loved me for who I was and not what I could give them. Mm-hmm. So like he was like he was nothing but kind and supportive to me. Yep, Prince Jackson is another son. Yeah, Prince. Okay, I always thought that kid's name was Blanket. It's not Blanket. That's his nickname, I guess. Okay, so his name is Prince Michael Jackson the second. I didn't even know that. Both his sons have the same name. God damn. Are... All right, are we finished with Aaron, Megan? Can we put him to rest? I will never let him rest. But yes, <laughs> you, we can move on. We're gonna have to do a ceremonial, um, like a burial of your CD. Just you know, it's over. It's done. No, I will keep it forever. <laughs> I've kept it this long. I'm not getting rid of it. <laughs> All right, moving on to second, third gear here. Yeah, third gear here, Megan. I'm waiting for your gear. Okay, <laughs> no, it's it's cranking. It's get, I'm getting to it. All right, I have here, Megan, a story about an eighth grade teacher in Arizona and her husband who recently lost their jobs after they recorded an only fan video in their classroom. <laughs> okay, at first I was like, okay, it's outside of school. Let them do what they want. But in the classroom, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, um. The teacher claims, her name's Samantha Peer, she claims it was a side hustle that was necessary in order to supplement their low salaries as teachers. So I feel like Alexa can really relate to this. Um, so Alexa, if you want to supplement your income, get on OnlyFans. 
Just don't do it in the classroom. <laughs> Just don't do it in the classroom. Um, now, she was a science teacher at Thunderbolt Middle School. And I'm like, Thunderbolt Middle School? Are you joking? That's got a, that can't be the name. It's the <laughs> name, Thunderbolt Middle School. And she had an alias, Megan. Her name was Chloe, like Chloe Kardashian, spelled the same way with a K. Mm-hmm. Chloe Carter. <gasps> Aaron Carter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> As I was thinking, are they related? But um, no, her alias's name was Chloe Carter. Um, and she uploaded X-rated videos to her OnlyFans page, which her students found and shared among themselves. Um, Ooh, that's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I would say, no. yeah, maybe that's a little, maybe that those two <laughs> professions don't mix. Well, no, she didn't do this alone, Megan. No, she's in a happily committed relationship with her husband, who is actually a fourth grade teacher at Nautilus Elementary School. His name is Dylan Pierre, and he performed sexual acts with his wife, Chloe Carter, in the classroom together. <laughs> what was what was his porn name? I he didn't they didn't see what his was. Oh, that's what hers was. What, was so it, they, were, um, they were doing all this together in the classroom. Jack Thundercock. I feel like that's a good one. Oh my god, that's a good <laughs> one. <laughs> Thunderbolt School Thundercock. Oh my god, perfect. Megan. I oh should have you're like put two two together. I should have been their PR. <laughs> Miss uh, Chloe Carter said she had resigned under pressure after being placed on administrative leave and probation, and also her husband Dylan was let go four days later. Now she comes out with this whole. She has posted a whole reaction video um, about what happened, and she said, "Yeah, I made the videos. I did everything on OnlyFans because I had to supplement my income." Because they paid me shit. I wasn't getting paid enough. I was doing all this extra stuff. I was doing after school activities. I was going to be the coach of the softball team. I was doing this and that. She's like, I had to do something else. Because um, I had to provide for my own children. So she has kids of her own. (laughs) Wow, this is complicated. (laughs) Yeah, this is a lot. She says, I got to a point where our family was not able to survive on our two teachers' income. So she claims that she chose an anonymous name. As well, like, I didn't know this was a feature, like, on OnlyFans. She says she's blocked the entire state of Arizona on OnlyFans, so it wasn't accessible to anyone living in the state. Which, I mean, good on her. I mean, she tried to take precautions here, but, like, yeah. that's a like that's an interesting feature on OnlyFans. Like, you can just ban an entire state from watching your videos or, like, subscribing to you. Like, isn't that interesting? Well, I guess that's good they have that amount of control, but clearly um, right. there's ways around it. Like, people could repost your videos, and people could... Yeah. No one can watch that. So she claimed and she admitted um, that she did create explicit content in a classroom and advertised it. So she advertised it as, like, in the classroom. Oh, yeah, um, to, get, claimed... to get views. Like, ooh, a real yeah. classroom, not just a porn, fake classroom. Right. Because, yeah, that gets, the people, that gets the people in. She claimed that she did so after school hours and on weekends when there no, were no students present, which, you know, that's good. You know, and she just needs the background. She doesn't need the students. <laughs> well, I bet you the janitors got an earful. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. So um, it's unclear how the students were able to, like, get the content. Like, who's looking up their teacher's name on OnlyFans? And... They're her alias. And then also the school board told her, if you resign, we won't let anybody, we won't let this go public. We won't let anybody know. But she said it was too late. Teachers and students were all shared in on information. She even said that some teachers were claiming to share 
her page with other uh, teachers and other students. Oh, wow. Now, the teachers other- should not have been sharing that with students. Right. So, but now there's teachers that are coming out saying, and parents that are saying, it was a simple Google search to find her page. It took two seconds to find it. And then they also th- said that she was promoting it on her Facebook page in which some students were friends with her on the page. So they're like, don't sit back here and act like you don't know how the students found it when you're out here promoting it on your Facebook. And it was a simple Google search with your name that led them to your alias to find your page. So they're like, why are you acting like, oh, I don't know how I got out. I blocked the entire state when everybody's like, you were promoting it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's trying to like spin a narrative in her favor. Like I was forced to do this because of teacher low pay and everything. Right. It's like, yeah, that sucks. But also... I don't know. I just felt like I just feel like those two professions don't miss, especially with middle school. Like they are yeah. discovering their sexuality. They are horny. Disgusting They're disgusting, greasy, yeah. sticky goblins. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, gross. <laughs> yeah, they, yucky. They go out for gym class first period, and they smell like a fucking garbage can all throughout the day. Yeah, like they're disgusting. Like, of course they're going to find that. I'm sure they right. found that unprovoked because they thought you were like a hot teacher. So that they were yeah. just, you know, like, yeah, I, I just don't feel like those things mix, unfortunately. I'm yes. sorry, get a waitressing job. I don't know. <laughs> so one of um one of the minors, I guess they're minors and everybody's talking to the news. I'm like, okay, who's allowing the minors to talk here? But a minor said that the teacher used her school yearbook wait okay i'll read this one uh, word for word used her school yearbook photo on OnlyFans on a post that says who wants to be my next teacher's pet oh my god (laughs) we're getting like pedophilic is that a word pedophilic i mean that title is insinuating that she wants to do sexual things with a minor like who wants to be my teacher's pet promoting an OnlyFans? you know like Maybe not the best word usage. <laughs> yeah. Like, I understand the, like, the fantasy of it, but the fact that she's an actual teacher is what makes it right. gross. Yeah. And doing it in a classroom where you fuck on a desk that the teacher or that the kids bring their their exams to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, it's too close for comfort. And her, I don't know, trying to spin it as, like, a woe is me, like, trying to spin it into, like, mm-hmm. some social justice thing for teachers i just think is gross because she's just doing it to like yeah like what she did wasn't wasn't right i'll just say it i'm not trying to be a prude but i mean she wanted only fans but i feel like she purposely mixed her teacher life and her only fans life yeah. and that's what was inappropriate and i think she knew what she was doing i mean at this point it's like you got so much publicity fucking just do only fans like take off like you're getting all this news and everything fucking time to start making some money you know mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure <laughs> I'm everyone's sure she's... looking it up <laughs> yeah i'm sure she could make so much more money right now at this point on OnlyFans than teaching so yeah you know you got caught but you know you know do what bad baby did she was on dr phil look at now she's making a million dollars a month so sometimes you can spin this bad publicity into good publicity mm-hmm. yeah so it, are they pressing any criminal charges or so they said there's no uh, charges or anything. There was just like an investigation. But I feel like, you know, what, what is there a crime? I don't, if she wasn't doing this in the presence of kids or like, you know, anything, then I think it's fine. Like, I don't think there could be any charges. But if, you know, 
the students were like in the hallway or like she's doing this during the hours. I think that's a problem. So I don't know. But they said there's nothing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just like bad a bad judgment thing. <laughs> yeah, probably mm-hmm. not the best at that point. So that's my story on OnlyFans. So Alexa, be careful. Don't be yeah. doing those scandalous acts at school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll catch ya. They'll catch ya. <laughs> All right. So I have it's um I have a little interesting thing because the alongside the Daryl Brooks investigation there or um. Mm-hmm. A trial, not investigation. There's also the Parkland shooter investigation or um, trial. <laughs> so Nicholas Cruz, age 18, he shot up um, Parkland High School in Florida. And I mean, they have him on camera. They have eyewitnesses. It's not really a who did it. It's a is he going to get the death penalty or life in prison? Pretty much. Right. So the defense team was fighting for life in prison while the prosecution wanted the death penalty and a lot of impact statements from the victims, survivors, families, they were all rooting for the um, death penalty, the death penalty as well. They made a lot of intense moving statements and even um, the governor. (laughs) Yeah. And, but the thing is, is that it has to be unanimous for the jury. And I think there was one person Mm -hmm. that said no. So the defense team won, even though throughout the trial, they were completely unprofessional and they accused the judge several times of like letting people's impact statements get too personal of the defense team and of the Parkland shooter. I'm like, okay, he took their families away. I feel like they can say fuck yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and that she she met them with venom. And the um, head def- – and this is public defenders, okay? This isn't like fancy – people fancy amber herds defense team people who were also <laughs> yeah. bad but um they even said no one in this courtroom has to endure what we've had to endure as these children who were shot and watched their friends die parents mm-hmm. who lost their children are in that courtroom right what a disgusting thing to say but anyway they, they, they don't understand that <laughs> they just can never understand it it's so hard to be a lawyer <laughs> They and, just want to keep it going to keep all that coin coming in. Yeah. It, well, as public defenders, they don't get much coin. That's like the yeah. cheapest. That's like entry level <laughs> lawyerism, I feel like. Well, that's what the TV makes it seem like. But I mean, the, Nicholas Cruz is a pretty disgusting person. I mean, everywhere he would intimidate his like school counselor who happened to be Jewish with swastikas and, you know, upside down stars of David and stuff like that. And she felt like threatened frightened by him like he yeah and on the guns were you know symbols like that drawn and and everything and what Mm -hmm. oh my god one of the things the defense team said was that they wanted all the swastikas stricken from the record because it's associated with a very hateful group and we don't want to mischaracterize and i'm like um (laughs) and then justice for nazis and the the judge was like okay but what about the n-word that's that's pretty awful too and they're like well the swastika is like really bad like i think Mm -hmm. we should just you know leave that out of there she's like no he drew it what are you talking about yeah so it was just ridiculous and the judge tried really hard to be patient but i i mean this trial has been going on since july like they're done yeah you know everyone's and this is like the young hot judge she's like that young little like bombshell (laughs) yeah well and so the defense team has actually written a complaint about her that she was 
that she was biased and, you know, let things happen towards them that that shouldn't have happened. But there was like a statistic that said about like um, 29% of those complaints ever amount to anything. So I think she'll be, I think she, I think she did fine. I mean, I mean, (laughs) oh, and another thing that pissed me off about this trial was that they, they played the record. They tried to stop at the defense team, but they played the recording of the children like screaming and stuff. And this motherfucker had the gall to plug his ears, Nicholas Cruz. I said, I'm sorry, that's you. You need to hear that. I, I said, they, I feel like if I was the prosecutor, I, I would said, objection, he needs to unplug his ears. He needs to hear this. Yeah, they should be having his hands, like, handcuffed behind his back so he can hear everything. Yes. Like, that pissed me off so much. But, yeah, this whole trial is pissing me off. And you can see I'm getting passionate. <laughs> because the whole point of me talking about this is yeah. so we've established Nicholas Cruz is horrible, but for some reason the defense team and him were chum 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 buckets. They were best friends, <laughs> you know, fucking brothers in arms. Like, is it the chum bucket from SpongeBob? Yeah, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, during a break in the proceedings, defense attorney Tamara Curtis or Tamara mm-hmm. Tamara Tamara Curtis who is one of the assistant public defenders who represented Nicholas Cruz last July, she was seen with him during a break, like doing one of the like flip offs, like pretending you're scratching your head, flipping off the judge and the jury, like, you know, pretending she's scratching her head, but she's flipping them off. And then she looks at Nicholas Cruz and they're giggling together. Or giggle buddies. Giggle, giggle. Can you imagine giggling with a mass murderer? (laughs) it's like i understand that you know you have to defend him you can't like not do your job because he disgusts you but i feel like you don't need to be fucking butt buddies (laughs) like right they're just kicking it up at the chum bucket so in result to that she's actually being investigated by the um the florida bar and looking into her actions and this happened last july but now that the trial is over they're able to launch the investigation so I, I bet she had sexual relations with Nicholas Cruz. He was 18, but I feel like you can't do that with your client. Is that illegal? I don't, I don't, I don't I, from his standpoint, he probably don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, no, he was 18 when the crime happened. So I think he's like 20 something now. Yeah. Well, not only is that like inappropriate, it's just like, it's a very strange thing. So they're just kind of investigating her like morals and values and the judge, yeah. I feel like in attempts so that they couldn't complain about her or do a mistrial didn't say anything really about it she made one comment when they were like when the defense team was going on about all the venom that they're receiving and everything <laughs> she mentioned okay when your counselor over there flipped the bird at the court i didn't say anything about that you you guys think that you're clean you know was kind of her yeah. and that was really the only comment she kind of made about that but now tamara curtis is under investigation by the florida bar they, you know, launched their counter complaint about Judge Elizabeth Schreiber, um, the hot judge. And the hot um, judge. They, they kind of probably nothing's probably going to come of that. Um, I think yeah. it's just kind of like a they're trying to get a mistrial or something. But which is crazy because the defense won their whole. He was going to jail no matter what. Their goal is just right. not get him the death penalty. And they succeeded. Yep. So just let it go. <laughs> I know. Let it go. Hopefully, this is the final update we have on Nicholas Cruz. Because I mean, I feel like we're getting a lot of final updates on people. <laughs> like they're finally getting their sentencing, and hopefully, from there, like we never have to talk about them again. 
Yeah. So, yeah, this trial's been going on forever. Everyone was tired. It was a circus. So Venom. Um, the Venom, Megan. The Venom. Yeah. So we'll see what <laughs> happens with Tamara Curtis, if she's going to be disbarred or what. So. Well, I think she's just, like, immature. I mean, how can you be a lawyer and go through all that, take the bar and everything, then just be, like, flipping off the judge? Like, I don't get it. And laughing with your murderer client. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah just giggle buddies so strange so strange so maybe we'll Well, update that maybe we won't but that's kind of where things where things have stood um so yeah he has like a gazillion life sentences without parole (laughs) maybe he can chum it up with daryl brooks (laughs) so yeah that's all i've got uh be sure to follow us on instagram at crime on tap pod uh dm us tell us what you're loving what you're hating we definitely answer dms um and (laughs) Be sure to listen to us on Spotify, Apple, the other ones. And be sure to tell your family, friends, foes, hoes, and bros. And we'll see you guys next time. Where Where crime is always always on top. top. (laughs) 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 Yay! (laughs) Woo!